Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Hello, podcast feed. Guy Haberman here. Solo ham. Ham solo. Been doing some YouTube lives in the mornings. Jumpstart my day. Been fun. Middlecoff said, why don't you throw them on the podcast feed? Double dip a little. Good idea. So here it is, Friday's conversation. Why the more I think about it, the less I think Trey Lance is getting traded. A couple of reasons to talk about this today. You know, we've talked a lot this week about how the Niners feel about Trey Lance. And I know yesterday Mayoko said the Niners do not have, on KNBR, the Niners do not have enough information to tell you who the backup is going to be. I dispute the notion that the Niners have soured on Trey Lance. I think personally, in my opinion, they like him more than they ever have since they've had him with the Niners, but they just don't know how he will perform. Good, That's good information from Mayoko. I agree. They don't know how he's going to perform. We don't have enough information to say that Sam Darnold should be the backup over him. Wholeheartedly agree. And so certainly I buy the part that they're going to play it out. The part that they're higher on him than they've ever been. We'll see. I, I think that it wasn't I didn't even start this conversation because of that. A couple other factors I want to get into that are going to really affect any potential trade market. When we talked about this before the draft, John made a point that I think it's a good point. It still holds up. If it's going to happen, it would happen around the trade deadline, right? Before November, in October, uh, maybe by that point, you know, it's kind of a, it's a weird combo though. For a stock to go up, he's got to play. If a stock goes up, then you want to keep him. But if he just doesn't play, Brock is balling. It's not even about him versus Sam. It's just Brock is the quarterback and you view those two guys behind him equally. And so you try to get something for him and there's some incentive for somebody to acquire him because we've heard this before. I don't, I'm, I'm rehashing it quickly because you want to get a little, a little look before you, you have to pick up the fifth year option in May. And you'd rather do that at the end of November, December, than get him in the off season and not have played him in any games. And then you're kind of blindly picking up the fifth year option like the Panthers did with Sam Darnold. You want to be in that spot. So you get them, you play them for a month or two, and then you decide. The problem with that is in that scenario, the Niners aren't really getting much back in compensation. The good thing for them would be in the end, if they're thinking about cutting, you trade and you save a little money on the cap versus a cut where the whole dead cap, 10 million bucks and 24 comes. But I don't think they're going to do that. Brock is so cheap that if he's their quarterback, even Darnold is so cheap. The Niners historically... The Parag Marate era, right, pre-Shanahan, pre-Lynch, they operated with kind of a holistic view of their quarterback room's cost. If the whole thing is relatively cheap, then you can afford to spend a little bit, overpay a little bit more on another player. So I think it's unlikely he gets traded for a couple of reasons. The Mayoko information is interesting, but I'll add a couple more to it. This draft is going to be really good. There'll be two really good quarterbacks in this draft. Caleb Williams is the clear number one. If you're a bad team, the first thing you want to do is get Caleb Williams. The second thing you want to do is get Drake May from North Carolina. He's going to be the second pick. 
And as we've seen in recent drafts, and we talked about this with the 18 draft when Baker went one, but then the next three quarterbacks were all quarterbacks acquired by teams who traded up. If let's just say the second worst team in the NFL is the Texans or the Colts or one of these teams that just drafted a quarterback, then it's going to be prime trade position as well. So I think that there's going to be an effect on the trade market among bad teams because they would rather move up and get one of those two quarterbacks than try to find somebody mid 2023 season and then project that out for 2024. They're going to be focused on 24 already. Listening back to the John Lynch interview we did in 2017, right after the Niners won their first game, one of the questions was, well, what have you been up to? This was around the time that the Niners acquired Jimmy Garoppolo. What John Lynch said they'd been doing was scouting the draft. They'd been going through the draft. They'd been watching the top players in the draft. So around the time the trade deadline rolls up, your scouts, your GM, your personnel people have already started getting a landscape. I also think there's going to be a couple other really good quarterbacks. By November, we'll know, or the end of October, we'll know, is Michael Penix from Washington, who was the nation's leading passer last year, is he having a good year? Is he going to be a first-round pick? I think he's going to be. I think he should be. I thought I thought it was kind of wild that he wasn't a first Maybe he would have been a second and just wanted to come back to school last year. But I think it's kind of wild that he's that he wasn't in that position last year. So, you know, when here's the list of teams, I think if I'm missing somebody, tell me. But here's the list of teams that I think is going to be. I try to make this list as big as possible and then you pare it down. But it's you know, it's less than half the league. Miami. Mike McDaniel knows him. If Mike McDaniel likes him and it goes poorly with Tua, that could be an option, I guess. Tennessee, Rand Carthen. OK, the Raiders. You know, they got Jimmy G and Hoyer and Aiden O'Connell. Those are Shanahan-style quarterbacks. I loved Middlecoff's hypothetical. Maybe Trey plays well in a joint practice and Mark Davis falls in love with him. Maybe Sean Payton thinks, I can do this as a side project behind Russell, but Russell's so expensive, you can't have Trey Lance on that team with his money as your backup. Detroit, nope. They just drafted Hendon Hooker. So they're not going to, now Hendon's not going to be ready for the beginning of the season. Doesn't matter. Probably start the season on the non-football injury list, but he'll be available week five. And I'm not saying golf isn't going to be playing by week five, but they got a guy Atlanta. They like Mariota. Okay. Maybe, maybe they're going to think we're going to be too good to move up. We got Ritter. We like him enough. Seems like a weird spot, but Washington, Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, you know, it'd be a big statement for Eric Bieniemy if he could make Trey Lance and defensive head coaches, which they have tend to like running quarterbacks because they, those guys do unpredictable things and make their lives hard as coordinators. So I'd put Washington in the yes list, new England. You never know. Maybe they liked him. Now, Bill O'Brien's there, which is good news for Mac Jones. If Mac Jones can't get back on track or get on track this year, then that thing will be over. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, Nick Mullins. They're going to replace him. Quasi, Adolfo Mensa. Bachelors from Princeton, a, a master's from Stanford. He's not giving you the, the third rounder. He's not giving you a fourth rounder. And keep in mind, he, he was a Niner, but he he left the Niners before they drafted Trey Lance. That gets brought up a lot. Well, he was with the Niners in 2020. The Trey Lance draft was 21. He was with the Browns. Tampa, they should tank. Todd Bowles is probably not going to want to tank. It's year two for him, but they should tank. Like to me, Tampa, Minnesota, these are teams that should be tanking not teams that should be acquiring. And even if they're not tanking, if you're bad and you're a six-win team or a five-win team, you are in range of trading up for a quarterback. You're not going to get the number one pick, right? I think it's really unlikely unless Houston or, you know, Indianapolis, if one of those teams has the number one pick, 
then it means the year's gone bad. They may just double up and take Caleb Williams. I mean, Caleb Williams is the best quarterback prospect since Trevor Lawrence. Wasn't that long ago, but the second best since luck, I would say, I think coming in, at least at this point, one year away from the draft, he is a better prospect than Joe Burrow was one year away from the draft, but he is just an absolute lock. Number one pick. You got to take Caleb Williams. I think some of these teams here are not going to want to bring on a five or $10 million quarterback when they should by that time of the year, late October, early November, if they're, if they're bad, which I think it's in their interest to be bad this year, they should have their minds squarely set on, on the draft. The other thing you have to convince your owner anytime you do anything, if you're acquiring Trey Lance, one question I would ask if I'm the owner is what's the history of players who failed in San Francisco for Kyle Shanahan succeeding somewhere else? What's that list look like? Dante Pettis? Is that the whole list? I was thinking this morning about, you know, Kendrick Bourne, Nick Mullen, CJ Beathard, all these River Craycraft, all these guys that Kyle kind of liked get opportunities elsewhere. It launches launches might be strong, but he helps careers. But how many guys that did not work out for the 49ers made the 49ers look like it was their fault? It was Kyle's fault that that person didn't succeed. I, I think Dante's the list. Brian on the stream. Trey was a, always a big project. What? Why draft a guy we can't develop? You know, I think part of this is the Niners have shown they did this with Garoppolo. They're not in the business of just giving up if they don't have to. They're not going to give a guy away unless they don't like him. They're, they're not going to give a guy away for a fifth round pick if they think there is any world in which they might use him. And I think that's how they're looking at Trey. So that's why I say, I think it's under 50%. I mean, you look at the way the Niners have had things play out, the amount of time they've invested. If what Mayoko said is correct, they still like him. Then there is no incentive. Even the incentive of saving the the $10 million in 2024, it's not that high. Because Brock is going to be making like the cost of a four bedroom home in San Antonio. So it's, you know, there's not a lot of incentive to move on from Trey. If he's still good in your locker room, if you like the guy, if you... Uh, if you like the person and if you still think maybe there's something there with the player. Here's the other thing. By October, it's easy right now to talk about, well, Darnold might be better than him. By October, we'll see. Trey could easily be the backup quarterback by then. Trey, hell, Trey could have played by then. Here we go, some comments. What happens if Brock doesn't come back the same, but worse, you trade Trey before that? You're really going to roll with Sam? No. First of all, you don't trade Trey before that. That's why I was not an advocate of trading Trey before the draft or during the draft because I'm like, what, you got one healthy quarterback all of a sudden that's Sam Darnold? I'll counter this question with even if Brock does come back the same as just as good or better. Is Sam your backup for the next two years? I think you got to keep Trey around in that scenario. Has there ever been a more poorly managed top three QB draft pick in NFL history? It's tough. I mean, has anybody had a top three failure and then gone to the NFC championship game? I saw somebody in one of the comments said, Trey's the most scrutinized quarterback of all time. No, he's not. Donovan McNabb would have something to say about that. Steve Young would probably have something to say about that. Cam Newton, I think, was pretty heavily scrutinized. Uh, Jay Cutler was pretty heavily scrutinized. I know that's not what you're saying, Christopher, but yeah, I mean, this happens. What doesn't happen is it generally kind of torpedoes your, your, your franchise for a couple of years. Here we have the 18 draft or the 21 draft. The guys got drafted two and three are now not their team starters and their teams both think they can, you know, go to the Super Bowl. the Jets and the Niners. SC quarterbacks don't turn out well is the comment. Lincoln Riley's quarterbacks also, you know, Baker Mayfield and Kyler, We'll see. I think Caleb's going to break both of those molds. 
Kid Lou says, any truth to the commentary that Lance lacks the speed to threaten the outside with runs, thus negating his perceived value in Shanahan's system when they draft him? Go watch yesterday's video. I'm not going to rehash it. There is some truth to him not being great as a runner. The quick synopsis of it, yeah, I I thought he hasn't looked comfortable from the beginning, but that shouldn't fail him for this test. Trade to the Saints. Yeah, the Saints don't need more quarterbacks right now. This is a good word this go, this, this comment. Sam, James, Sam makes poor decisions under fire. I agree. You know, one of the things that maybe Colin said it, Darnold, if he just does what you tell him to do when he was talking to Schlereth, then you're fine. It's when he tries to ad lib that you get into trouble. Yes, I th- you see that when you watch him. He holds on to the ball too long. Darnold holds on to the ball too long. Kyle is not going to like that. So I, to go back to what Mayoko said, it's 100% fair to say whatever happens in OTAs, whatever you thought coming out of that if you were Kyle, and whatever happens in camp, you still need to watch these guys play games, real bullets. And let's see the stuff we say about Trey. We got to see him in games. The same applies to Darnold. We got to see him in games, not hold on to the ball too long, make quick decisions and do what Kyle is telling him to do. Because I don't think Sam's MO to this point has been just cleanly run the offense, hit everybody in stride, get the ball out in two seconds and then, you know, jog up to the line of scrimmage for second down and short. That's not been the same Darnold experience yet. Third string All-Pro Niners didn't mismanage Lance. Brock Purdy came in, threw a wrench in the plans. Purdy looked bad. Lance starts week one. Nobody cries about management. Yeah, if Purdy looked bad, would they have just rolled back and gone, Purdy Purdy wasn't the answer. Trey had to have that second surgery, so he would not have just come right back. Uh, I don't, this is a good question. I, in that hypothetical world, I would have been a little surprised if they had just rolled it back this year. We'll just, we'll do the same thing we did in 22. It'll just be Trey Lance's team again. Here's another one. I don't think people can talk, comment. I don't think people can talk enough about the scenario where Brock comes back worse. Keeping Trey to compete with him seems like a must. Well, I don't think he's coming back worse physically, but I 100% think it's a real conversation to have that he hasn't played that much NFL football. And, um, you know, extrapolating five, six, seven, eight games from a player and saying that's just who that guy, especially at this position, right? And saying that's who that guy is. That's who he's going to be this season. That's who he's going to be for the rest of his career. That's just, that is not the way the position works. It's not the way the sport works, right? So five starts, 67%. 13 touchdowns, four picks. We're talking about over the course of 17 weeks, all those percentages, those are MVP numbers, right? So it's absolutely fair to say that he may not have a four, what is that, a four and a quarter to one touchdown interception ratio. I mean, if he does, then you're a Super Bowl contender, period. I mean, you're you're the NFC's, you're in the NFC championship game if Brock, you're in the NFC championship game if Brock Purdy has a four to one touchdown to interception ratio over the course of a full season. And, uh, you're going to win 13 or 14 games and people, he's going to be like a, he's not going to be the MVP candidate, but he's going to be a dark. I mean, like all of that stuff, that's how good that is. So yeah, it's fair to say, is it going to be that good? 67. Is it going to be that good again? The question is where does he settle in and does it have to be that good? Right? I mean, we would say those numbers that we just projected are so good. You just don't project that for guys who've only played five games. So the possibility that you end up seeing multiple quarterbacks this year is extraordinarily high based on Brock just got hurt the last time we saw him, you know, and Kyle's air quotes loyalty runs out quickly. 
it's not even it's not loyalty is not the right word. He just he treats quarterback kind of like he treats other positions. If I think this other guy can be better right now today, then I'm going to do that. Is Brock Purdy another Matt Castle? Ibis World commented that I have not thought about that. I think he's a better player than Matt Castle, but that's interesting. I mean, Matt had a great year when Brady was out and now Matt had played basically no college football, right? Wasn't it? Had he played no games or thrown like one pass at USC? I mean, it was wild, right? Because of how good that quarterback situation was. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about here, whether that's the correct comp or not. There aren't that many comps like it. The one I've been using is just Geno Smith last year, who eight games looked like an MVP. And then the second half didn't. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Now they're killing Trey's stock. It's mismanaged. I don't think they're all that interested in Trey's stock. I don't think there's much stock to kill. I go back to that list. I just, this is where the draft comes into play. If you are a team who thinks you're going to be in the quarterback market in 2024, right? Miami might make a decision on Tua. Minnesota knows they're going to be in the quarterback market. Tampa is going to be in the quarterback market. And you know that the draft upcoming has premium quarterback prospects, two of them, Caleb Williams and Drake may, you know, you might need a third round pick, a second round pick, a fourth round. You might need all those picks to move up in the draft to number two and get one of these guys. You are not using 
any ammunition of any value to trade for Trey Lance, whose track record is very tiny right now. Hell, you might have guys in some of those front offices who evaluated him out of college and said, I don't really like him. So those guys are not going to come back now and give you a third round pick. If they did like him, they're still not going to come back now. And if Rand Carthen really believes in him, he's going to convince Rand Carthen is not the boss in Tennessee, right? Mike Vrabel is the boss. So he new guy is going to convince Mike Vrabel. We should give up a third round pick for Trey Lance. Mike's going to say, you better be right. Cause I've gone to the playoffs in this division with Ryan Tannehill, a fourth round, even a fourth. I think a fourth is you're not getting that right now. So, you know, what what are we what stock what are we talking about here that's where i disagree with that that they're hurting his trade stock they're not I, they are not thinking about that they are thinking if brock can't play week 1 how do we win how do we beat the steelers if our quarterbacks get hurt how do we go to the playoffs how do we go to the nfc championship game you play the steelers week 1 kenny pickett i didn't have them on this list let's say brock's not ready trey does beat out sam darnold and he starts week 1 against the steelers and he beats this and he looks good now we've now we're talking about stock again. A guy called Ed asks, if you are Trey and the 49ers reject your fifth year option, would you still consider re-signing a la Daniel Jones? People, a lot of people are going to say no. I would say yes to that. You know, the fifth year option is coming up in May of 2024. It's for 25. But yes, I would consider sticking around. If they still want you around by then, you've beaten out Sam Darnold or Sam Darnold's gone or you're not the number three quarterback. Right. Because they're not going to want to sign you if you're their third quarterback in all likelihood. You're not going to want to do that. I do think there's a world where you look at it and go, this has not gone well for my on field development here. And I do need to play. That's why you would go, right? As you talk it out, you go, but I need to play. I didn't, I played two games in 2018, kind of like mop up duty as a red shirt. I played a full season in 2019. I played one game in 2020. And then I've averaged whatever a couple of games since. So maybe by that scenario, you go, yeah, I'm out of here. The flip side would be if Kyle still likes you, the situation with Trey notwithstanding quarterbacks do tend to benefit from playing for Kyle Shanahan. I think a lot of people would say that's a hard no, but let's get there. Let's see how this year plays out because it might be a complete non-starter just based on, you know, as we talked through the fact that he just really needs to play. You're not getting paid like Danny Dimes did either. This could be the place he plays in 2023. He could be playing who knows. There might be a quarterback at nine or 11 that you want to trade up and get by late October. We'll know if Michael Penix jr. At Washington is a Heisman candidate again, then he might be the third quarterback drafted next year. He's a really good player. Who's had a long injury history. He's a little old. He could step in, I think. And when you football games right away, I think he's going to, if he's healthy, he's a high floor guy with a much higher ceiling than Mac Jones. So what does that get you? That gets you in the top 12. And so you need, if you're going to be at 15, if you're going to be the the number 12, you know, the 12th worst team in the league, and you're trying to get to nine, you need first and second and third rounders. You need picks to do that. So if you're a quarterback needy team in a QB draft, that's going to be intriguing. You really don't have much incentive. And if you're the Niners, you don't have much incentive to trade him for a six round pick when he could be, uh, he'd be playing the NFC championship game by the end of the year. And then you add to it. Mayoko said he, he thinks they like him right now. I think all those factors combined lead to a world in which Trey Lance, it's more likely than not that he's 
not trade it. I think it's under 50%. All right. Thanks for hanging. It's Friday. We got to get on with things. Hit that like button, subscribe to it on the way out. Oh, also, I didn't throw this up there. If you're watching, if you're listening, use the code ham. You're going to a game this weekend. You're going to buy some concert tickets. Somebody DM me yesterday said I'm buying some Niner tickets. I'm using code ham for the Jags game. 20 bucks off with the game time app. You go into baseball, you go into uh, see a show. 20 bucks off with the game time app there. That's that. So have a great weekend. I don't know. We'll be back here in the morning. Next take coming soon. Maybe. Thanks for, uh, thanks for checking it out. Like subscribe, share, let everybody. Save big on your Memorial day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three 49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, body armor, super drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.